You guys, Elif has been abducted by aliens and she's saying unless we listen to the recording and do a podcast about it, she will never be free. Oh no. Oh no. Hey guys, so here is an idea that I thought can be a podcast idea. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm just shooting. Um, I've been playing GeoGuessr for a while and I found myself in the experts YouTube pipeline. And a lot of people are basically just can able to guess everything in those small details they see on that game. I remember playing with you and um, we were also struggling with similar things and we were trying to utilize the same things. And one of the giveaway to where you are at in a country or which country you are at is the traffic signs or the generalist signage that you see all around the streets. And it made me think, Is that the main reason why people can guess so fast? Do they memorize this information? And basically the answer is yes. And I found this website called, one second, just looking it up. Boop, boop, boop. Yep, geohens.com dash street. And they had created this whole library of different signage and signs all around the world. And it just made me think how many different fonts, how many different informations is out there that we experience every day and we taking it for granted. And some of them look so familiar, so similar. And I, I was thinking like, they, it can be in Turkey, you know, if I knew the language. Um, and I, I slightly kind of think about signs a lot. Um, and I was thinking how the signs that we see most of the time is kind of unseen, you know, we take, we, it's just a background image our brain filters out unless we need that information. And uh, the other thing that I kind of noticed is the placement of these signs can be really tricky to find. Um, I've been kind of looking around here in Berlin, just trying to find signs overall. And it's most of the time quite easier um, than Turkey, I would say. Because especially in crowded cities, there's there's a lot of incitation pollution of signs. And I remember this was a, also a conversation. And I thought that maybe we can bring these elements into the podcast as well. Because, you know, I feel like we do signs different than the other worlds. And, um, and there's a little bit more of it in general. And that's why some of the municipalities in historic areas of those towns or cities put some sign regulation, you know. Um, I, I remember talking about you guys about this too, especially in more old town areas. And and also I was thinking, as I was looking around here in Berlin, I, I saw signs are also great gift like touristic gifts you know there are so many gift shops have the funny signs on them um and if there's like a kind of good fun fancy um street that everybody knows then there is a sign of it that you can buy in many different forms so it kind of made me think why we care about these signs so much and why it's such an important thing in our life. And I I was thinking, like, are there any examples that you guys have? And I was thinking it would be fun to talk about your experiences with the signs. And I'm, I know all of you have really interesting takes on it. 
Um, I just definitely have takes on like subway signs and how it changed drastically throughout the year. Um, compare that's why like I have some favorite subway stations. Uh, in Istanbul too, also here. Um, I definitely had in New York as well because those signs definitely gives characteristics. I would say one of the signs that I enjoy here in Subway is um, oh, Hot West. No, wait. Well, okay, I'm I'm butchering this. So um, it's it, it's a it's it's a sign, but it's also an art piece in the Subway. I I will send you the image on in our notes but yeah i was just thinking like signs are pretty important cool um i think it's cool and definitely helps us and they're definitely characteristics in their region but at the same time they are familiar enough for everybody to understand in most cases what it means and i think that's a really interesting thing to have you know like you're unique you are local at the same time, you're universal, you're global, um, local, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, um, and the other thing that I was also thinking while I was looking here, and I think it could, I definitely encourage everybody to look, you know, um, because when you look, you see more, and here I saw a lot of, um, like, vandalism onto signs, drawing things, making pun turning words into different words, it's it's fun. It's so much fun. And I remember a lot of it also in our university too, um, which could be an interesting thing to talk about as well. Yeah, and and at least I, one of the things that I can definitely give, like what I mean by this is when I was in New York during elections, inside of the subway, there are so many information signs the things that you shouldn't do, the things that you should do or you should go to. And one person in that four line that I was taking pasted this sticker, exact replica of the do not sit here sign. And if you're pregnant or elderly, but they, they pasted there so perfectly, it blend in. But I remember second guessing myself if it was a new thing or not, because my, like, that's the beauty of the signs. Like, it's always there, your brain gets used to it, but the, the moment something changes, you notice this, because it's it's something unfamiliar. It was always there before, but a slight tiny change of a font, of a size, of a color shade. Your brain starts to recognize it. I think it's so insane, and that maybe that's why it's so important. Maybe we should, yeah, I think we should talk about it, definitely. Um, and that's why I'm recording this, because I hope that we will talk about it. <laughs> but, yeah, um... And it was a, it, it was Trump, do not elect Trump sign. They blended in perfectly into the subway. Yeah, um, that that was the idea basically. And I I would love to talk to you about this with you guys um, because from a kid, since I've been out in the traffic, including pedestrian. The most fun thing I used to do, maybe it's like the kids thing, reading things out loud. <laughs> of course, it wasn't fun for my parents, but 
science gave me that ability to enjoy myself in a traffic jam <laughs> um, or when you are in a big long road uh, trip and and there is these like enormous giant replica of bread that you see because it's a bakery shop in Trabzon, you know, or it's a Trabzon bakery or something. Um, I, I, we have definitely need to mention these niche examples with pictures. Um, but yeah, signs are always been fun for me. They've been always there for me. And when they're not there, I always miss them because I can't find my way around it. Um, so that was the idea, and I have to hear your thoughts on this in general, uh, your experiences. Have you done any vandalism? I sure thought about it. I had a friend who stole a sign, a traffic sign, directly off the pole. Um, but yeah, like, signs, they're fun, right? <laughs> yeah, that that was the idea. Happy to hear your experience. Um, I guess I'm rumbling a lot. But yeah. Thank you. See you soon. Or hear you soon. Bye-bye. So you guys heard about the words of Elif. We need to talk about it for about 14 minutes or so. So that we can have our friend back. Okay. Maybe we can go with the order she has given in the in the recording. Have you guys ever geoguessed? I have played it a couple of times we did we, we played it together is it like there's an app called oh it's complete i i i completely misunderstood like i thought uh orienting but anyway geoguessr is uh, a game google throws you somewhere on the maps you know google street view right um google throws you somewhere on the street somewhere as a street view uh camera position and then you look around and you try to guess where you are and then you like move around and the uh, point is trying to guess as accurately as possible you on the map you say i am here and then the actual position distance becomes your score that's the general premise it's my bet yeah, i yeah i i, I thought it Like I was in the first parts of the Elif's talk, I was so uh, I was so afraid concerned. that I'm so I was so concerned that Elif was abducted abducted by the aliens. But <laughs> so I did uh, miss that part. Well, she is she is abducted for aliens. That's why we are recording. It is very worrying. Like we wouldn't have like this is such a yeah. beautiful Sunday. We would have been out and about, <laughs> like kissing flowers and smelling cats and such. Yeah. And we are not doing that because we love Elif so much. Um, but yeah, I when I play GeoGuessr, Geo, like what? GeoGuessr. 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 Geo. Geo. It says G twice and they are read differently. This is like, it, it isn't my fault. <laughs> the word is the problem. <laughs> okay. Anyway, when I'm playing the game, when I'm playing the game, I also usually try to find some road signs and try to guess the language based on what's written and then go from there. What do you guys think about that? I mean, it makes sense. Like I said, I played it a couple of times. I'm really bad at it. Because I think whenever I have tried it, it just dropped me out of nowhere. Like in in middle of a green field. I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't seem familiar. That doesn't seem distinct to me. So yeah, but I can see how 
signs are important part of it, especially for the people who are really good at it. I mean, uh, Izal, what do you think? You were the person who introduced me to the game, so you should have the most opinions. I like the games that you try to find something. It's it's that kind of game. Basically, all games. <laughs> no, not all games. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah, because like in GeoGuessr, I'm so good at this. In GeoGuessr, <laughs> you try to find where you are, and like in um, Farmville and games like that, you try to find ways to make profit. And in Call of Duty, you try to find yourself. <laughs> oh no! I <laughs> fail. Uh, also, like I mean, there are signs in Call of Duty too. They tell you that you are in a well. <laughs> They tell you that you're in a potential racist situation. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I remember I played Call of Duty 4, so the racism was mostly around Arabic letters because Russian places are like really nice mm. geographically, <laughs> but the Arabic places are like desert and hot and mm. stuff like that. I mean, I kind of agree because. Um, I mean, it's not like this country has a lot of mountains and rivers and natural places. Therefore, their signs are green. It's not like that. Like you can't yeah. guess the country based on how the sign looks like. But you can indeed memorize all the signs of all the countries and then look really cool while playing the game on Twitch. <laughs> I mean, but okay. Oh, wait, go on. It's like, it's like a professional job to remember all those regulations. like. Like I watched some of the videos online uh, that some people played uh, GeoGuessr and they're like, oh, in that year, uh, Belarus changed their uh, signs to like have double holes to support uh, the, the t- sign itself. So uh, I think like it's a pre- uh, after, uh, post-Soviet era. I mean, <clears throat> how can you know? All those. <laughs> How can you memorize all those? It's like a professional job to remom- remember. And they are making money out of it. So it's... I well, some people are passionate about some things. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, among 8 billion people who live in this world, yeah. maybe some of them are excited about those things. Yeah. Like, I personally, when we travel, we usually travel in the in this country, in Turkey. And in Turkey, there, these things are highly centralized. Everywhere in Turkey, there's, there's the same road signage, like yeah. single mm-hmm. uh, type. I think maybe US is different, or maybe the countries that have states are different. Probably. In Turkey, it is very centralized, yeah. The diversity mm. usually comes from, like, not traffic signs, but more like shop signs. Oh, direction signs may differ, actually. Sometimes. What do you mean? I mean, uh, like even in a city, it can change depend. Like uh, there are some signs. Well, actually, it's also interesting in another way. But uh, in city, uh, there are some arrow uh, direction directional signs that show you this place is there, and it kind of uh, change. Maybe it's about municipalities control. It's like it's under municipalities control. That's how it changed because 
Hmm. I'm I'm just trying to like how can I explain? I, I I'm not really sure about those. By the way, maybe. But like, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I like I, I'm quite sure about uh, in uh, some municipalities uh, putting some uh, directional uh, signs around the city to uh, show where the historical places, where unique place uh, is. So those kind of signs are uh, different than the. Uh, the wow. whole country's uh, science, other science. I mean, there are some definitely uh, same signs to show like where some uh, like city is. Those signs are same throughout, like in the whole country, but uh, local signs are different. Oh, you mean like, let me help you by implementing some words in there that are nouns. Um, <laughs> usually in Turkey, usually in Turkey, regular uh, like other cities are shown in blue. The same city neighborhoods are shown in white, and archaeological and sightseeing places are shown in brown. But in especially touristic cities, there is this uh, newly emerging trend to put some icon related to the geo- to the archaeological site no. on the sign itself. Like for an old mosque, you would have a little mosque. Sign or for a Greek uh, archaeological site, you would have this Greek columns, stuff like that. Pantheon-looking thing. Oh yeah, yeah, like stuff like that. We we have those things. That's a that's a relatively new trend. I didn't know about that actually. Uh, but yeah, this I, I it's a, it's a nice thing. I, I think I saw it in some no, yeah. in Ad- Adrianople in Edirne. I saw Whoa. I saw such signs in Edirne. But in those signs are like. Those are put by the government. So well, I think we were talking about like they're, they're all same in the uh, whole country. But I meant some local signs that put by the municipalities. Those can change. Are you seeing the streets or um, square signs? Like maybe they they put some extra signage in the cities, city centers. Can you show examples? I can't show, so I'm just looking. <laughs> well, I think what NS is meaning is like, like for example, if you are going to Chankaya, it will have the road signs will be the same as always, but sometimes the munip- municipality of like Chankaya, welcome to Chankaya sign, it will have, it will be unique, it will be unique to that place, it will be like not in regulations. You know. When you mm. say this, when you say this, I have to mention in Ankara, <laughs> there's um, what is it called? Not not name. I know what's coming. Yes, in Ankara, there's this place called Pursaklar, and when you are on the road entering there, like the main neighborhood place, it says Pursaklar, the city of smiles, or Tebessim Şehir Pursaklar. I love it. Like it's <laughs> look. I, I'm not saying anything bad about people living in Pursaklar. It's like I mean, it's a place. People live there, but um, <laughs> the <laughs> the courage. Another example of it was in Bursa. Uh, in Nilüfer, it said, "You should smile. You're in Nilüfer." <laughs> That is very patronizing, Nilüfer. Yeah, but like 
They won awards for their um, belediyecilik. What was it in English? Also, municipality. Uh, also, there is a sign in Çorlu that says like Çorlu is a, a small city that want to be. I mean, um, a, a, a city in Turkey. I mean, it's not a city, but it wants I mean, to be. It's a not city. a city. It's a town, but they want to be city, and they wrote, uh, "Our name is Çorlu." And our surname is Turkey. That's okay. Good for them. I mean, let me uh, let me wind this up then. If we are gonna do this, uh, there is this place in Turkey called Mut. And in Mut, <laughs> yes, the it says um, you are you are in Mut today. Except in Turkish, it's bugün mutlusunuz, uh, and it says like. And mutlu means happy in Turkish. So it's funny. It says like, it's like you are in the pun. happy city yeah. now. Yeah. You are from Mut. Indeed. Today. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Those cities, those sign, that signage uh, is indeed locally controlled. And I, I think it's a fun thing because I personally, even though we have government regulated signage for the road signs, um, I think whenever you enter some place, there is this way that signs tell you where you are. Because I mean, I'm not saying this in order to criticize people. I I I love everybody, but <laughs> in in Anatolia, um, especially smaller cities look very much alike, and in larger cities, different neighborhoods look alike. But when you look around, you can you can find things like Yeni Mahalle Kebapçısı. Or like Çorum uh, Bakkalı, Kalecik Teker, stuff like that. And the place names are in the signs and the sometimes signs have interesting characteristics to them, like color choices reflect local preferences. Mm-hmm. And like without those signs, all the buildings and streets look similar. But with those signs, you are able to understand where you are and like look to the world around you in that perspective. I mean, that is a purpose of the signs, though. Like, since we're talking about, like, Edith also touched on this in her recording from the aliens. Uh, that <laughs> like signs do com- signs do give informations, but they also carry character. Like, Indeed. at least I think, in my opinion, ideally, because it is informal. Like for traffic signs, for example, it is obviously important for them to be universal, like in the country. So when you are driving from east to the west, suddenly the stop sign doesn't change what it is like. But the other signs, the more local ones, I think it is important for them to be different and carry some local color so that like, not only you can find uh, yourself, like, not only you can locate yourself, but you can like, distinct, distinguish the place you're, you're in. Indeed. And, you know, um, I think in terms of road signs, ours are similar to Europeans. Um, but like when you go to places like China or Russia or US or L- Latin American countries, the especially the color choices um, and font choices tend to vary. And well, obviously in China, they also have a different alphabet than in Russia too. <laughs> And like very different in that sense. 
And um, I think that shows you how arbitrary actually the signs are. Like when you live in a country, when you live in a place, and especially if you don't travel a lot, or in, in the case of Turkey, especially if you don't travel abroad a lot, mm-hmm. you generally see a similar set of signage and you associate those signs with the concepts they are representing. Like I said, blue means different city, white means inside the same city, brown me- means a place you would want to see, and green means a different city but faster because it's the highway uh, indicator sign. Mm-hmm. But those colors and those symbols actually have no intrinsic relationship with the concept they are conveying. And yeah. even though this is, I mean, it, it sort of is relevant because Elif was abducted by aliens. I remember watching this documentary. They were trying to build a place to store nuclear waste. Mm. And nuclear waste tends to have a lo- long staying time. Like it, it becomes a problem for a long time. So they needed to make sure that they would design a signage in such a way that if this humanity, if, if this human civilization is wiped out and the remaining humans form the new civilization with different conventions, they would still be able to understand that they sh- it is dangerous inside the structure and they don't wander in by accident and create a disaster. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. It's like a, a pyramids or hi- hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs. I mean, as we understood, like uh, how how we enc- it is like how we encrypted, decrypted hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs. Yeah. Yeah, because nobody is there to tell you what those signs mean, so you need to figure out a creative solution. Also, yeah. like, or in our case, cheat using a stone. I mean, it's also <laughs> cannot like it's not like a storyboard because like now we are as a like in. Latin, Latin, uh, or Cyrillic, or most of the alphabets they use left to right, but in Arabic, for example, they read right to left. So well, uh, they cannot put it in a like a storyboard, like or a text, like something. So they was like in Jandeni's situation, uh, example, they were thinking like an architectural, structural things. So yes, it can differ completely. The signage. But while we are we are okay. on this similar topic, I want to go on on a small tangent that I sometimes go because we were talking about like how some signs and their features are like ar- arbitrary. And on that topic, uh, if you have ever seen a restaurant that specializes in far, far Asian food there's a font you'll be familiar with called chinese takeaway which is used on every sign of every far asian restaurant no matter if it's chinese japanese or korean it doesn't matter that's racist and i think that is it is very racist it is very racist i mean the font itself the font itself is called chinese takeaway i don't like it i mean look i'm gonna disagree with you because um Even though it is usually not very safe to uh, say what I'm about to say on the internet, oh, no. I care more about our friend Elif. So I'm gonna say it. I don't think it's racist because what you are doing in a sign is essentially uh, trying to say 
as much as possible in the smallest time and space as possible. So it is it is perfectly valid to use like a Times New Roman type of uh, name for your Chinese takeaway place. Okay, wait, okay, okay. I'm gonna turn the tables on you, but finish your sentence. But that's that's not an economical way of approaching this problem. Like when you look at several restaurants in a row, I think there's a great benefit in understanding which one of them is the Chinese restaurant. No, okay, I do agree with that. But however, however, I'm gonna turn tables on you on this front. That how would you feel if that was done to the Turkish restaurants? And especially because you know there's enough of like ignorance about Turkey. Where sometimes, even to this year, like how many times have you seen people like in a media or something refer, refer to a Turkish place and it's a desert, and there is not a single desert on Turkey. You know what I mean? It's global warming. Everyone, every place is going to be desert. I was gonna, I was gonna just say that they only <laughs> need to wait for like twenty years or so, and then it's gonna be a desert. But here's the thing. By the way, we don't support global warming. Um, one thing most people may not know about deserts is, and this is like not relevant at all, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, the type of uh, exotic desert, like Sahara Desert, mm-hmm. you would have huge sand dunes, but most of the dry places that would technically qualify it as deserts actually have green periods like in spring some rainfalls and some plants appear and maybe there are some agricultural places like that like there are very dry places in turkey <laughs> it's usually not the city they are referring to but there are places in turkey that are very dry but let me tell you i think you are missing an important point about the racist restaurant science debate <laughs> it is the restaurant owners that choose their plates Yeah, and like usually, um, if a place that sells foreign food tends to be operated by people of that culture, like I'm saying, usually this is not always the case. This doesn't have to be the case. No, uh, but usually the restaurant owners tend to use shorthands for the um, promotional purposes, and I'm personally not against it. Like when you are saying Turkish food, first of all, I want to say there are. A lot of Turkish fast food places, and very few places that actually sell Turkish traditional food. Yeah, I think that is more of something that happens in Europe. I mean, in Europe, yeah, uh, people generally uh, sell Arabic foods, but they're they owned by Turkish okay. people. But what I'm uh, my point was not that these signs are racist. We should we should like dismantle them and cancel all of the uh, chains that use them. My point was more like you were right. Like this is the economic way to use signs, and since this is also a competition, like when you're a shop, when you're a restaurant, you want to compete with other restaurants. So economy of your sign is very important for you to compete. And I think the most, imp- the more important part of I me, mean, the interesting part to me is that, like we said, these are arbitrary. No one won. Like. Uh, It was not natural that this font became the sign of all these restaurants, but it is interesting that these shorthands on signs, because of the sign economy of signs, become like more and more encompassing and like I guess simplified to that shorthand. I mean, it is certainly interesting. Those signs don't even look Chinese. Like, no. I mean, that is also a phenomenon in Turkey. 
but not with Chinese, with the Arabic letters. I understand what you're talking about. It's a, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's a new trend, but in the past 10 years or so, this has become somewhat more popular. There is this thing people do with signs where they use Arabic letters, but they don't use Arabic letters to write in Arabic. They are yeah. using the letters that look like Latin letters and use them to write uh, sentences. Yeah. I think I've, I saw a font like that once. Like the uh, signs represent Latin letters, mm-hmm. but they are the Arabic letters. Uh, that do that like this is very easy to do with like C there's this Arabic letter that looks very much like C and stuff like that and of course the letters that don't look like Arabic letters are uh, painted in a Arabified sort of culturally appropriated way (laughs) yeah I mean it is what every metal band does with Nordic letters (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's true you know it's, 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 it's basically the same thing than what they do with Futark. I but, think people like to uh, use their signs to n- explain what you should be expecting when you like interact with the thing that the sign is signing. Like with the Chinese takeaway, you are going to be seeing uh, takeout Chinese food, like maybe noodles yeah. and such. And like with the Arabic things, you would maybe find something related to religion in Turkey. Me like I also have a similar experience with the food uh, places that I eat. I mean, it's it's not about the culture, ethnic backgrounds. Culture, it's not about ethnic culture, but it's all about other cultures. I mean, I was trying to eat something healthy, and I saw a salad. I mean, healthy place, not healthy, <laughs> but like I'm still not sure if it's healthy. Uh, because their name refers uh, green and salad, uh, but their f- the use of fonts are not. It's it's so boring. I'm sorry. When you said health place, I just imagined like a fast food restaurant. But the but the sign is you know the pharmacy sign in Turkey that every pharmacy uses. <laughs> I just imagined that to be, say, like Burger King. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about, I was thinking about McDonald's actually, but with a green <laughs> sign instead of red. The place was green, and yeah, their name had a green and salad inside, uh, <laughs> which is the nearly the whole name. Uh, but I don't want to mention their name anyway. Uh, the place was looking nice. But I said to my friend that, like, I don't think they are healthy as the name suggests, because they, <laughs> like the name, the the uh, signage was like they put uh, green greens inside the frying oil <laughs> and take it out, and they use <laughs> that the oil throughout maybe whole week. It was like kind of that place, so it wasn't looking healthy at all with their signage, and uh, like I'm not. Uh, like you can call me biased with this, but I don't think so. I don't know what to call you with this, and I'm gonna be real. I mean, if they didn't put some uh, Chinese characters or Chinese-like characters inside, you won't believe in it, even though their name suggests otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't fooled by the sign. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe sign could help me to eat that in that place. Would help me because the place was looking nice and no. their menu maybe was okay, but I didn't believe in them. Okay. But your talk of signs and restaurants has to bring me to, I think, uh, an example we're all familiar with. And I think the, I would dare say the most famous Turkish example of this. There is a chain, a Turkish chain of fast food places. Is it Maidanoz Döner? No. Is it Ekrem Coşkun Döner? No. I can't believe you guys are not thinking about this. I'm talking about the place where there's the guy with the food and it says the place where this picture is not are not our official places. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh Yes. <laughs> yes, this is like, yeah, you, you know what? I don't like that restaurant. I think they don't make very good şey köfte. No, they don't. It's not a restaurant. It is a I mean, it is a sort of, but that's not, that's beside the point. I want to talk about that restaurant for such a long time. And I am very happy that in this episode, we are able to do that. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so here's the thing. There is this guy, like on the, it says, Adıyaman Çiğ Köfteci on the sign. The yes, I think place. so. I, I, I'll have to find that. And then there is this picture of the guy. Touching a mountain of cheek köfte and smiling to the camera and it says the guy's name and then it says if you don't see this picture it's not our official place because obviously for our foreign listeners Adıyaman is the name of a city in Turkey so you would very easily say like the city name restaurant is the city name Thinkseller is the restaurant's mm-hmm. name so obviously there would be other places and it's the city that that particular type of food is most popular in. Uh, so the guy put his picture and said, if you don't see this picture, this isn't our food. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think, I mean, that's a very di- direct way of, you know, using signs. It's like Coca-Cola symbol. Like they made a trademark out of their logo. I mean, <laughs> they made like they made their iconic bottle as a trademark or I mean, as a brand name so that they anyone, no one can copy it. Even this, they uh, made, uh, created a copyright with their silhouette of the bottle. It's like that, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's like some companies, when they are trying to do branding, they resort to original fonts and interesting color schemes and logos. And some other brands put a picture of the owner to the middle of the sign, <laughs> along with an actual text that says, this guy is the branding, don't. Go to places without the sky, which has not the branding. Uh, I mean, I applaud it. But they, all of their branding looks same. That's because of that as well. Yeah, like you, even when you copy everything else, you usually don't copy the guy. Yeah, it, I mean, it is memorable. Like, I don't remember signs of any other, like, cheek of the G. Because they're all same. The other, only thing that changes is that, that picture. As, as, a, as a person of culture, I'm going to say there is uh, another similar concept in Bursa. Uh, the place where Iskender Döner originates from, the logo of that particular restaurant is the guy too. But it's uh, like two colors, like white over red uh, type okay. of abstract drawing of the guy. Is oh it KFC? God. The guys actually like like KFC, yes. Is that? <laughs> this, is, this isn't this, uh, dear uh, foreign audience. 
we aren't talking about the KFC like thing here. We are talking about an actual actual photograph of the guy with the like face and eyes and beard and teeth all the all the, all the things. No, we're gonna we're gonna post it in the notes. Yeah. All the all the good things. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah, I think while we were talking about restaurants, I think I hate to mention that. No, no, I think it's an excellent example of what the sign would be because they also have this huge logo. Maybe we can put this picture directly on the show notes because it yeah. tells everything that I want to talk about in a single picture. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's a very good example of using branding on the signs <laughs> with the things that your reflect your brand, which is this guy in the case in this case. <laughs> Um, Izal, you have been silent for a while. Is there anything you want to talk about for the restaurant signage or and stuff like that? Mm, no. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> Efficient. But uh, while talking about what signs tell you, the culture and the things that they indicate, I'm going to talking about things that signs don't tell you. Okay. And I'm going to talk about my fav- one of my favorite signs in the world. Not an exit sign. Like- <laughs> You find it in places like government buildings, hospitals and such. There is this door and on this door there is this sign that says not an exit. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. So you shall not pass. In in Turkey, in Turkey there is a similar concept like not an exit signs happen exist in Turkey. Those signs are like in Turkey too some places are not exist exits. But there is also a different sign that has similar purpose. It says Only people who have a reason to be here can enter. <laughs> Only can personal? No, not personal. Like I, I, I know what Janice means. It literally just says that. Only people who has a reason to be here can be here. Yeah. Which is in like in Turkey, it's called "işe olmayan giremez." The person who has no business hmm. here can't enter. It's it's kind of a circular logic when you start to think about it. It's it's a bit of a yeah, because anything can be your business, right? Like you can't, <laughs> especially if you don't know what's in the in the room. Like learning what's in the room can be your business. I actually want to, want to ask you all about because I think you all have been like outside Turkey more than me. Uh, your your ideas of what Elif said about like how we do science differently. Because she compared like Germany and Turkey and said Turkey is a think, lot louder. Enes had been to Germany and Elif, şey, Izal had been to Germany. Enes been in Germany longer so he can maybe help here. <laughs> but like it was uh, long before so. <laughs> but, uh, the, hmm, but I really like taking pictures of the signage. How they explain the things. I mean there, there were some examples that I... So in Germany that they put some uh, storyboard like diagrams to use, for example, how to use uh, the garbage bins, how they open it and the, like how you should not put your hands in between the cap and the whole trash bin kind of signs. It, they're fun. Uh, there is not, no such things in Turkey. And I really like that. Also, interesting fact in Germany. Uh, in, for example, uh, toilets or such, they show genitals. 
in the is, signage. I mean, in little diagrams, right. they like put little. That does not sound PC at all. And no, what you you are being ridiculous because when you are talking about gender in bathrooms, and you say uh, boys and girls, you have a serious problem about uh, the social construct associated with being a boy or being a girl. But when you are putting genitals, that's very easy to check. <laughs> no, I don't. You can very I... easily say, "Do you have a Do you have a male genital?" Then you go to this room. Do you Do you don't have a male genital? Then you go to that room. I don't think we're I... gonna go into that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't meant that signage. Like, uh, for example, when in the cabin, they uh, they put a uh, signage of like you should you shouldn't piss while standing, and on that signage there's a little pee pee shown. That kind of genital. By the way, I want to say, uh, in in conclusion, <laughs> our official stance on bathroom genders that bathrooms should have no gender. Yes. Um, about the signs in foreign countries, I think I have one single thing to say about signs in foreign countries. It's about France. Oh, Because boy. in France, the signs have all, all the same things, like the uh, colors and font and like letters and such but because french language is a monster to read like it's written very poorly <laughs> even though you can read the signs technically you usually if you only heard the if you have only heard the name of the place you cannot read the signs and understand that's where you are <laughs> that's a very bad signage notable ex- examples include eiffel tower which you can easily <laughs> <laughs> Understand even without the signs. In fact, you can you can know that you're in the Eiffel Tower area. Oh. But they put a great, uh, I mean, uh, a tall sign very uh, so that you can find the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Eiffel Tower uh, signage is excellent. The most findable place in France, I can say, even I from large distances. <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm wondering is in Turkey. There's like, and I think this was, this has been like, this has been a debate ever since we were in high school. Uh, like the use of foreign language, especially English in signs. And today, I think when you go outside, it's actually a struggle to uh, look at shops and not find an English name or English words. Back when we were, child, we were children, uh, our teachers used to say, That it is actually forbidden to open a shop with a name that is not Turkish in Turkey. But also during that same time, all around, there were places with foreign names. And I'm, I'm not even yeah. talking about like touristic places, informative, like so that tourists would understand what the shop is. I am talking about you're in the middle of Anatolia and there is this tailor shop and its name is in English. Yeah. <laughs> inexplicable reasons. Or I mean, have you? What, what, what was the last time you have seen a, a cafe in Turkey that didn't spell it in English? No, but they have to spell it in English because we don't actually have a word for that concept in Turkey. Like, I mean, you could spell it with a K, not with a C. Uh, we have a word that is similar, but it means something completely different. No, no, I mean, but there is still like you can spell it with a K because that is the Turkish. Loner. Oh yeah. That oh yeah. That like yeah. that is that is the translation of that. 
So you could spell it with a K, but no one ever spells it with a K, always with a C in English. It is back to the, the signage explaining the culture of the place thing, because yeah, it, it is part of our culture to um, aspire to be Europeans. <laughs> And uh, those signs too are a reflection to that, because people think, Oh, because you're being European is awesome. I want to Europeanify my science. Mm. And similar with the Arabic-ish letters, signs too, because then they are saying being Arabic is awesome. So we are doing that. Hmm, that's an interesting. Like I, I, I think I don't, I don't find any reason to be patriotic about it either. I think if people want to express their personalities in reference to other cultures. I th- I'm okay with this. I don't. I don't think people should be trying to like the French do. Always do everything in the national language so that our mm-hmm. nationality is the most awesome, awesome nationalité. I, I don't <laughs> see the. I don't see the merits of this. And you know, I have been mocking French pronunciations in this show several times. Um, I don't speak French, <laughs> so maybe I'm butchering. They could tell. But like I, I, I don't agree with all the politics of the French state. <laughs> That's a statement to make on this podcast that you had to make. Not all of them. Like if I if I one day try to immigrate to France, I hope they don't put this clip in front of me. <laughs> But then I think disagreeing with the French state is the most French thing you can do. So like <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, I think it is, for me, it's not the, like, I don't really care about the nationalist part, but I also don't think it's, like, to make to, like, show a character most of the time. It's, like, most of the time, if a shop is doing it, because they think it's going to look cooler, like, their consumers. So it's more like a, again, a sign economy decision to me, because, like, uh, there are actual languages in Turkey that are not Turkish. That you never see on signs. Yeah, because but when I when I talk about genitalia toilets, that's a problem on the internet. But this isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that sentences are moving on. No, I mean I I can respond, but I agree with you. Uh, I agree with you, but I think there's also this um, state intervention aspect to it too. Yeah, because, well, of course. Um, For a long time, Turkish state policy was to uh, have the minorities being less expressive about their minority cultural identity. Mm-hmm. And even though when our teachers told that this was to prevent Englishification of the science, I think there was an emphasis on uh, suppressing minority language yeah. aspect for that Uh, shop sign restrictions too. I mean, looking bad, definitely. I mean, if it was... But do we have it now? Because all of the places that I go, uh, their name all in English. Like, they're all um, coffee shops, for example. I mean, if we have it, it is not used. Are you familiar with the concept enforceability in law? Like, you can have a law that says something, but um, it may be so that The penalty is so small that people don't uh, consider it to be a problem mm-hmm. and do it anyway. Like in, this is very popular in labor 
employment in Turkey. The penalty associated with um, hiring people and then putting them in wages lower than minimum wages. Very small so people do it anyway because it still profits them. And also when you have such like it used to be that I mean I, I think it's still the case. When you are opening a business you need to register it. And yeah. while registering the business, they check your name. Mm-hmm. However, you don't have to put the sign with yeah. the name you have registered. <laughs> and this is very, this is actually very funny, completely unrelated. But when you buy stuff with credit card, on the credit card, the company name registers as it's registered in the um, ledger. So you would go to a restaurant with the name like, Patlıcan. And then when you come home and look at your credit card, it says Mahmut Aydoğdu işletmeleri Aşe. Because yes, the yes. registered name is different than the yeah. sign or the way company present. I think whether the signage actually follows the procedure is like too expensive to monitor and they don't do it. It's, they put it like a brand name, kind of. It's not the place name, but it's a brand name. Indeed. So um, we are kind of like our times going uh, low. So I'm going to ask the final question that Elif mostly cared about. Vandalism. Uh, have you guys ever vandali- vandalism? <laughs> I don't think that's the language. Uh, I, not, not signs, no. No. But have you vandalized? Crimes are bad. Don't do crimes. <laughs> I will not speak of them on this podcast where a recording of this can be presented to me in the future. <laughs> Enes, have you ever vandalized? I'm no vandal. Vandal. No, I didn't. Okay. I don't. I'm a complete... Uh, uh, no, I'm a good citizen that obey the laws. I'm not doing anything okay. against. <laughs> It may sound suspicious. Maybe I'm asking this question wrong. Izal. Hmm. Izal, have your friends ever vandalized? <laughs> I don't remember anything. Okay, I think the question mean, is going to return to you. Janine. I have known people in the <laughs> university. I have known people in the university who bragged about writing stuff on uh, houses' walls. Um, it's a bit of a political thing. I personally have never done it. <laughs> I have done things that might be construed as vandalism. Um, I have put <laughs> out signs about... No, listen. I have put out signs. I have uh, for like uh, college, u- university, uh, society events. Bro- oh, I have done that too. Yeah. I have sticked some posters on walls without... Per- I mean, technically you would need a permission, I think. Yeah, or, I think. I think I haven't done that, so that's technically defacing. Um, also, like, um, I mean, but like, not, never in a way that intentionally and permanently harming <laughs> the community resources. But okay, like because because of the way vandalism is understood, there might yeah. be things that I have done that would be understood as vandalism. But I have never like broken glasses or thrown trash. Cans to the street or something. But I actually wonder about something when we're speaking of vandalism, because the more like 
the more interesting example of uh, the more interesting example to me is like vandalism as science if that makes sense because i think when i talk about it it will sound more familiar but in turkey in a lot of places on walls especially like in the like electric trafos i mean uh, transformers transformers substations maybe okay in, in the in the electric substations on the walls you'll see like like i think we touched on this a little bit on like advertisement too but like signs that are handmade or hand sprayed etc i think that's a bit of a more interesting topic for me in terms of vandalism and signs i mean people generally uh i think the logic is this people write stuff on every wall but people who live in the houses when their walls are painted tend to paint over them <laughs> but nobody cares about substations so yes the, yes even though maybe texts appear in a similar speed across the neighborhoods those on the substations stay longer yeah also i would like to say this is the first and the last time the word pp will be used in conclusion we are so sorry <laughs> <laughs> like maybe we can be talking about a place with uh, two letter P's in its name and we make an abbreviation something like that but yeah yeah no <laughs> apart from that it's never gonna happen again really really sorry <laughs> yeah we, we hope we hope our like Elif, I hope you make it from the alien abduction this is all happening because of you <laughs> just send us a sign <laughs> 